0: Alright, how's everybody doing? This is Louie, doing another I Am Your Father podcast. Podcast I do for AZ Central in the Arizona Republic and Phoenix. It's part of the USA Today Network. Now it's been a while since I've done a podcast. Several weeks, I think two or three weeks. Which is honestly pretty rare for me, which I am kind of proud of. Just things at work have been crazy. Some new job stuff, new responsibilities. So I'm kind of having to readjust some stuff. But I'm back into the flow now. I got my schedule figured out. And I figured... Father's Day would be the day to come back and do a podcast, and literally today is Father's Day. Like I'm standing at work in my little, or in our little sound room, with the little egg crates on the wall, you know. And it's Father's Day. It's early in the morning. Nobody's here yet, and I get a chance to do my podcast once again. So I'm back doing that. You can look for it every Friday. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat by just searching Louis V Should come right up. I'm on all those things. I tend to be more active on Snapchat and I guess Instagram to some extent than I am on Twitter. But if you really need to reach me and if you want to yell at me or ask a question or something, Twitter's probably the best way to do it. I usually respond to tweets pretty quickly. So again, it's Father's Day. And Father's Day has always been a weird day for me. Like, just as a person. It's just been weird because my dad wasn't really around. I think technically I grew up you know the product, I guess, of a single mother. Though my dad didn't really abandon us, he just wasn't around. Like he was always like this weird, like presence. He was like a like and the the blog I wrote. I think I called him a shadow. He was like the shadow of a father. He wasn't necessarily a bad father. He sure as hell wasn't a great father. But he was just kind of there sometimes, and he would come and go in in, in our lives when we were kids. Um, He would pop in for a while, he'd be there for a while, then he would just be gone again. And I never really gave it too much thought when I was a kid. It's really weird, honestly, to think, looking back now at at my childhood as a son, how little thought I gave to the idea that my dad was just there sometimes, and then other times not. And I think it's a lot of like, who I am as an adult now. Like, as an adult, I kinda sometimes just let things kinda happen. If something's happening, I just deal with it in front of me, good or bad. And then at some point that's over and then we move on to something else. That's just kind of how I live my life generally. And I realized that that comes from being a kid with a dad who kind of comes and goes. So, like when I was born, I'm told he wasn't around, he was in prison. And then I remember as a kid, like an adolescent kid, <clears throat> him being there and like making breakfast and stuff. and But never really being a really long term presence in my life. He was almost like a visitor. But the odd thing about my dad, the really interesting thing to me as, as a child looking back at my father, is that he also wasn't really what I would call like a bad influence in my life. He wasn't like abusive to me at least. He was a drug addict. I mean he was a heroin addict and was an alcohol alcoholic and had a lot of problems and a lot of personal demons he was dealing with. But I never really felt like he was pushing that on us, like in other words, he was absolutely a really lost, like, just lost soul, right? He was started using heroin when he was a teen, if I understand it right, was a heroin addict the whole time I knew him. Uh, Alcoholism, just really, really lost in the world and would come and go as a result of that. I mean, part of the reason why he wasn't there a lot, because sometimes he'd be in jail, sometimes he'd be in prison, uh, sometimes he would just be gone because my mom kicked him out. Yet somehow he managed to not be this negative influence in my life, like, I don't know how he pulled that off, and I don't know, maybe it's my mom shielding us from it, and and maybe that's what it is. Maybe she shielded us from that a lot, but she, as far as I know, she didn't, she, she didn't keep him from visiting or coming in. He just managed to really strike this odd balance of being this completely broken person, and this completely lost and addicted person, with very little control over his own life, really, but not being just bad dark cloud over the house that somehow like led us astray and led me down this path of of, of, of you know delinquency I kind of did that on my own <laughs> like I didn't need him to to make me a bad kid I was just a bad kid and maybe I was because I didn't have a positive you know male figure whatever crap people like to say but I, 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 I managed to find that on my own just like I managed to pull myself out of that kind of on my own with the help of some friends but he was never really the reason why things happened either way now, we did have this climatic moment that I've written about and I've talked about plenty of times where I kicked him out of the house, put a gun to his head and said, please don't hit my mom. And that was obviously a traumatic thing, but I've already talked and written about that ad nauseum, so I don't really need to go into that. But as I'm looking back at my relationship with my father, and the point of the, of this pod- podcast is, is, this, is this moment. If you're wondering what the hell is he even talking about, this is what I'm talking about. This is the point. As I'm looking back at the relationship with my father, I realized one thing now that I am a father. Like now that I'm a dad, I've been a dad for four years, almost five years in September, I I just now, I just now thinking about Father's Day, thinking about this podcast, thinking about the blog that I wrote for the podcast, realized that somehow my father managed to do me a favor. (laughs) He managed to do me this really great favor of leaving me with absolutely zero expectations as a father. So, when you transition from son to father, right, that transition comes with expectations. Without us really knowing it, it comes with expectations, it comes with precedents. it comes with legacy, and it comes with best practices already established. And for some people, that legacy and those expectations serve as a measurement. They serve as a measurement for the kind of father you need to be, right? In other words, your dad, if you're out there and you have a dad, and let's say you're a father or a parent, and you have a mother or a father who was just great, right? These great parents that exist in the world, these really great, heroic, like wise, oracle parents that that guide you through life and give you wisdom, give you room to grow, but still somehow manage to really be there when they you need it, to, when you need them to be, right? Who are there financially, who are there emotionally, who are just there for you, and who always happen to be this really pillar of parenting. You become a parent, now you have to fight that. Like, that's now your, like, <laughs> your example, right? Which is good, but then you have to, like, be that thing now. When you don't have that, when you grow up without it, and you, you kind of have nothing to kind of glean from and nothing to learn from except from the, the the gimmicky don't do that, right? Like, the one thing my dad taught me is don't do that if you can without belittling his addiction, addictions really and without belittling his personal turmoil and his struggle if you can put that aside for a second what he told what he taught me as a parent was just to not do that so that you know that's something but also what he did what this is what his what our relationship in his life allowed me to be is a clean slate of a father I, i yes i didn't have this positive you know really effective role model of what it is to be a good dad. I saw that in friends, I see that now in coworkers, and, and really parents, mothers, you know. <clears throat> but what I don't have is this kind of overlo- this, this looming thing of, well, my dad did it this way, or my dad was this great parent, so now I have to be too. I can just be a father and be something to my son that he needs and that I need to be without any kind of precedent, without any kind of measuring stick behind her. And oddly enough, that's a good thing for me personally. Like for me to be able just to be a dad and to be a father with my son and to be a husband with my wife and to have no, absolutely no, you know, best practices in front of me, to have no role models, to have no, nothing to measure myself against. There's this layer of of stress that I just don't have. I can just, be myself. I can just love my son and and be with him and hang out with him and and just kind of be his friend and be his father without any kind of worry about what people in my family before me did it because to be honest with you, there aren't really many great father role models in my life in my family tree that I can think of or that I knew. My grandfather was a great really great grandfather. I loved him as a grandfather. I'm not convinced he was that good of a dad. My my I have a couple uncles who were probably good dads, but nowhere near, you know, what I would consider to be a great dad. So <clears throat> there are there aren't examples out there that I can learn from, but what I can do with that is I can take that lack of experience, that lack of institutional experience, and create my own example and create my own precedent and create my own fathering legacy going forward that if my son were to become a father if my son were to have a family at some point he can look to me and be like hey this is cool this is what my dad did and and i can start new and that was a gift to me from him um it really is otherwise the alternative with him would have been to be this really ominous dark negative presence in my life and to somehow make it to where i was a horrible father Because of him being actively a horrible father. He was never going to be a great dad. That was predetermined. He was predestined to not be a great dad. Simply because of the rabbit hole of addiction he fell into. But, and again, that's just for him. I'm not out here judging people. But him, the life that he had, his own upbringing, his own poor parenting that he received. And as a young age, getting into drugs and alcohol and all the other stuff. He was basically already working behind the curve when i came along it was it was a lost cause already i mean he was fighting he was the 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 cleveland cavaliers in this in this past you know nba championship he tried his best probably but it just wasn't going to happen for him so what he did do though is he somehow managed to pull away to where he wasn't this overly negative influence. He wasn't a positive influence. He had moments of fatherhood. There are stories, individual stories I can tell you that I felt like we had one-on-one moments that really were cool at the time and I still kind of think about. But he wasn't an overly positive you know, structure of a father. He wasn't this archetype father that I could learn from. But thankfully, at the very least, he wasn't this negative one that now makes me and and set me down the path of being a horrible dad. Him just pulling away and basically leaving me alone when I asked him to. Let me figure this stuff out on my own and try to figure out a way to be a good dad that I'm still working towards. But I don't have this yoke of bad fatherhood in my neck. What I have is kind of a little bit of a shackle, kind of a little bit of a restraint of an absentee father that does have an influence on my psyche, that did have an influence on my upbringing, but doesn't necessarily set me down this path of being a bad dad. And it doesn't necessarily create obstacles for me that I have to overcome to being a good dad. I don't know if any of this makes sense because it's six in the morning and I'm kind of tired, but that is basically the best I can do with my father. The best way I can live and coexist in the world with my father. And the best thing I can do from taking from my experiences with my dad and bringing them to his experiences with my son is to realize and be kind of thankful that him fighting his demons, that him dealing with his own, you know, horrible stuff kind of on his own and not always in front of my sisters, not always in front of me. Sometimes, you know, cause I'm the oldest, I saw a little bit of crazy stuff, but with him doing with that on his own, in his corner of the room and not pushing that on me and not using that as some kind of negative force against me and being this horrible father, this overtly horrible father him at the very least doing that lets me start clean, lets me start staying free in my path to fatherhood and my journey with my son and to let me at least, at the very least, leave me alone so that I can start fresh Again, I don't know if that makes sense to people who have fathers. I don't know if that makes sense to people who grew up with loving, supportive fathers. And if it doesn't, be thankful. If you grew up without a father, if you grew up without a parent, and you can kind of get what I'm saying, I I hope that's the case. But that's just me, my personal view of this, my journey of this, and my kind of interpretation and how I'm gonna use my experience with my dad to help raise my son. So hopefully that makes sense. Again, happy Father's Day. Hope, Hope everybody had a good Father's Day. Hope all the single moms out there had a good day. Hope all the all the kids with two moms or two dads had a great day. Father's Day and Mother's Day exists because that's just the kind of construct of parenting we seem to support. But anybody out there with any kind of parenting influence, grandparents, foster parents, any of that stuff, if you have a guardian, a loved one protecting you, I hope you had a good day. Again, this is Louie with I Am Your Father podcast. You can find me on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat just searching Louis Villalobos hope you guys are doing really well I appreciate the support take care